Welcome to the Leadership Embraced Podcast, where you are inspired and motivated to lead with excellence. I am your host, Dr. Lorna Peters, and I want to thank you for joining me as we continue to develop our leadership skills together. Each episode of this podcast will include interviews with exceptional leaders I think we can all learn from. Our topics will focus around leadership, business, and personal development. Our interview today is with John Crespo. I consider him an influential voice in the banking community, and he has a lot to say to us today about banking and our finances. As we get started, I always say, remember to slow down, lean in, and listen. Let's go. Hi, John. Hey, Lorna. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Excited about this opportunity to, to have this conversation. I think it's a great idea. And it, it's great that, you know, we can actually get down and get to know a little bit about each other on the on a deeper end instead of just professionally. So this is awesome. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, let's just start out by asking you the basic question. Tell me more about yourself. Before you do that, though, I just realized it's been about eight months that we've met each other. So we have an eight-month anniversary. We met, oh, that's true. Year. <laughs> <laughs> we, we met earlier this year, and I um, instantly knew that you were special because our entire conversation was focused around other people and not about yourself. And I said, right. I like that guy. Yeah. So I just wanted to know more about you. So tell me more about you. Awesome. Um, yeah. So... I'm a military veteran. Um, I'm actually not from Clarksville. I don't know if you can tell um, <laughs> by my accent or anything, but I'm not from the, the Tennessee. Uh, I'm not from the state of Tennessee or the Clarksville area. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, I was raised by a single mother, uh, me and my three other siblings. I have uh, two brothers and a sister. And we were all raised by my single mother. Uh, she did an awesome job, regardless of the circumstance. I think that has a lot to do with the person that I am today. The fact that uh, we get we got to see her and how she approached life, and didn't let her circumstances, um, you know, dictate how how she raised us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was that that was definitely an experience and something that I, I hold on to dearly. I joined the Army right out of high school. Um, so as soon as I graduated high school, went right into basic training. It was in, it was definitely, I was at a stage in my life where I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I was kind of confused. You know, I had, um, I, I had interest in a lot of things, but I had no real, I haven't picked a direction in life. And um, I had a conversation with my mom and she said, you know what? A lot of your family has joined the military and they've done very well with themselves after maybe that's a good option for you. So went and talked to the recruiter, signed up, ended up in boot camp. And next thing you know, I was in Germany, uh, which was great. I think joining the military was an awesome experience. It, it actually did help me in creating that kind of direction and that kind of um, really focused as far as where I want to go in life. Um, so I joined the army and I actually was stationed in, here in Fort Campbell. That's how I got to know Clarksville. I was stationed oh, okay. in Fort Campbell from 1996 to 1999 wow. when I when I ETS out of the army and uh like an idiot went back to New Jersey instead of staying here and, and taking advantage and buying some real estate at that time <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would have been debt free if I did that I know. 
<laughs> Hindsight is 2020, I guess. Yes. Um, but I went back to New Jersey, um, met my wife. We have a beautiful family, five children together, uh, one boy and four girls. Uh, they range in ages from 24 to 15. So uh, we rerun the whole gamut here. Um, and we moved back to Clarksville in 2018. And uh, don't think I'll leave again. I'm here yeah. to stay. Well, we're happy you're here with us, right? <laughs> so you mentioned the military a lot during that first part of my question. If yep. you don't mind, tell me a little more. Tell me three lessons you learned while living, being in the military. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I, I've learned so many lessons. And um, yeah, three of the, of the biggest lessons that I learned are um, it takes a team because everything in the military is team oriented. So just to give you an idea, and some of the veterans that are watching this or maybe active duty that will watch this can relate is that, especially in basic training, if one person messes up, everyone pays the price, mm -hmm. right? So you're kind of forced to, real, to, to learn how to work as a team to accomplish your goal. Um, you can't do it yourself. You know, you need your team. You need a strong group of people around you, which is the second, um, lesson I learned is surround yourself by strong people um, because it's, it's, you know, you, the weakest link of your team is, is what's going to dictate how your team um, reacts and how your team handles situations. So making sure that you surround yourself with strong people is, is important. Um, my mother says, um, you know, tell me who you surround yourself with and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, the military has a has has a big role in that as well, that, you know, you want to make sure and we, we train people to be strong and, and so that you have strong people around you at all times. And um, the last lesson that I'll I'll share is um, you work at it until you get it right. So we've you know, you, you have to you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to use those mistakes as learning opportunities to be able to, to get better. So you keep working at something, you learn from your mistakes and you keep working at it until you get it right. Yes, I love that. A nonprofit you recently got involved with, it's called Recover Our Sons Program. Yes. Can you tell me a little more about that? You know, in the beginning I said, you're someone I instantly knew that we would be great friends because you're always giving back. So when I found out you were doing, you were part of this program, I think a part of starting this program, yeah. I wanted to learn more about it. Oh, definitely. Um, Recover Our Sons is, is near and dear to my heart. Um, it was founded by a really good friend of mine, a strong man of faith. His name is James Fox. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away earlier this year on his 50th birthday. Um, he actually celebrating his birthday. Um, so it, he passed away, unfortunately, but he, he poured his heart and soul into this organization and his energy just um, flowed over and engulfed me when he was, when he brought it, when he brought this organization up to me, um, the purpose of Recover Our Sons is to train boys and build young men, right? Um, one of the things that we feel is that the biggest problem in our society is the lack of male role models in our, in our young men growing up. Um, you know, we have households where there isn't any men in, in the household. And, and in all honesty, you know, that, that hurts a young guy growing up, yes. coming from someone who grew up with a single mother, you know? So, Knowing how I came up, and I was blessed to have um, to have male role models in my life to give me that extra guidance and, and help me as well. But um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these young men don't have that. A lot of these young boys don't have that nowadays. So being able to provide that resource to them 
is, uh, is really something that we focus on. We want to give them an opportunity to know that they can achieve whatever they put their mind to. Talking about financial literacy, and I know that is your expertise, that's your area. Yep. What are some suggestions you can give us, like the layman, the businessman, anyone right now, as we deal with COVID and, and we look more at our finances, what should we be doing right now? Yeah, a great question. You know, I think that even individuals, as well as you know, not just businesses, but even individuals, we should look at ourselves as a business, mm -hmm. right? Um, we should look at the money that comes into our household or in our business at, as cash flow, right? And how are we maximizing that cash flow to help prepare us for the unexpected, like a COVID or some other crazy thing that can happen that can throw a wrench in our plans? Um, how do we really prepare ourselves for that? The first step is really understanding your cash flow, understanding how that money comes in, um, and figuring out ways to get that to get money to come in quicker. So for a business owner is, um, are you waiting 30, 40, 60 days to get paid for a service that you provide? Is there a way that you can cut that time down? Can you offer additional um, avenues or additional ways for your customers or clients to pay you? Um, for, you know, for an individual, obviously you have to wait for your paycheck. There's no way to really speed that process up unless you talk to your employer and say, pay me faster. <laughs> you don't have that flexibility. Um, so, but that's more for business owners, you know, understanding your cash flow is going to be very, very important. Um, negotiating with your creditors. Now, individuals can do that too. Let's say we're, we're coming into a time um, uh, where it, we're, right now we're in a difficult time. Communication is important. You know, when you, if you, if you communicate with your creditors or, or vendors or people that you have to pay, you communicate and you explain your situation, you know, and work out a plan together. Cause a lot of times, um, you know, a deal can be struck where they'll cut down the amount of money you have to pay and you can spread it out over a longer period of time to, to make your payment uh, burden a little lower. And, and for, for businesses, you can talk to your vendor about, Hey, can I pay you in, 30 days instead of 15 days, or can I pay you in 45 days instead of 30 days for this short time period to just help keep that cash flow um, in your account to, to keep you going for a little while. And then be nimble. You have to be, you have to be able to pivot. You know, don't get stuck in your ways because uh, your idea may not be the best idea. You know, it, it's really understanding your customer base and understanding how they're purchasing right now and what they're purchasing. Um, so you have to be able to adjust to that. If you're providing a service where you keep inventory and you have inventory that's not selling, you know, get, you should get rid of that. You know, only, only order the inventory that's selling because you know, you're going to get your a return on your investment a lot quicker than something that's just sitting on your shelf. Yeah. You know, focus on what's, Focus on what's making you money at this time and not, and not what's not, you know? And if, if something that you're doing is not working, then go back to the planning board, change your strategy and ask your customers what, what their needs are, let, listen to them and then make the change. As we talked about finances, COVID, tell me, how has COVID changed the way you view life? COVID has, has, has done a lot. Um, I'll tell you what. My mother raised me to be resilient. Um, th there's always been a curveball thrown at me in my, in, my, in my life in some way, shape, or form. You know, I've, I've had to overcome adversity. 
mm-hmm. in in some way. So COVID to me is just another adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't look at it. I, I never looked at COVID as the the end all be all of of downfalls that can happen to us because there's always something worse that can come down the yeah. that can come down the pipeline. Um, with I, I live by this quote and it it goes by you know kind of like how I was raised, my faith, and all of that has to do with it, where life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So I use COVID as an opportunity to react. How am I going to react? And, and what, what do I need to embrace to, to stay relevant and to be able to continue to grow? And virtual is the way to go nowadays. You have to really incorporate virtual and technology. Um, so I think COVID has helped me to really embrace the technology and the virtual side of, of. And to be honest with you, we would not be having this conversation if it wasn't for COVID because exactly. we started trying to find different ways to engage with each other. So you're right, pivot, get ready for whatever else we have to deal with in the future. Exactly. As we end, um, what does family mean to you? Family for me is everything. Um, I, I come from a large family. Um, I'm Puerto Rican, so we like to reproduce. Um, <laughs> I've got, I, like, I, like I told you before, I grew up with uh, three, bro- uh, three brothers and sisters w- uh, with my mom, but my father has, I have a, another half brother and half sister on my father's side. Um, so between all of us, there's six of us. I have six brothers and sisters. My, I have five children. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think family is definitely a blessing um, from God. It's something that um, you, you have to cherish and you have to really take the opportunity to enjoy. Um, family helps me stay in the moment, stay present in the, in the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, they, they, sometimes I look at my family, I'm like, I have to step back this weekend mm-hmm. and focus on my family. Um, it's, it, it's my legacy, you know, and if, if I'm not treating my family the way I would like to be treated, then, you know, I, I don't know where my legacy will end up. So it's, it's everything to me. Thank you for your time, my friend. I know Thank that you're you. doing great things in this community. I hear so many businesses say great things about you when I refer them to you or when you refer them to me. So thank you so much for your time. Keep doing thank what you. you're doing with Sons Recover Our Sons program. Most and definitely. if I can help in any way, let me know. I'm here to help. Well, thank, thank you, you Lorna, for everything. I really appreciate everything that you do as well. You are making a huge impact in this community. And just being able to partner with you is, is a blessing. Well, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Lorna. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Leadership Embraced podcast. We had such a great conversation with our guest today. I hope you learned something new because I did. Let's stay connected. Search my name, Lorneth Peters, on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Until next time, remember to embrace the leader within.